0: Welcome back, friends and scoundrels, to Werewolf Unchained. I'm Bran. And I'm Ryan. And today we are talking about Trick or Treat, not mm. Treat, <laughs> <laughs> not Trick or Treat, not Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat. Trick That's or Treat. A trick. lot of people have pronounce it. Um, anyways, uh, if you're on YouTube listening to this, give us a thumb one way or the other, it doesn't matter. Uh, comment, do some sharing around. And pretty much likewise on the podcast side, great review, and
1: so sort of share it there. Try to get always, some spread around. Always appreciate the uh commentary too. Let us know what we're doing right and wrong. Yes. Can't
0: get better if we don't have feedback. And I can handle it.
1: <laughs> I can handle it.
0: Also if it's about my voice I can't do anything.
1: <laughs> well that's <laughs> true. <laughs> Uh, I can um, make funny sounds with my voice while we're doing this if they want, but I, I don't think that would help any.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, so that out of the way, uh, this was your pick, and I was a little excited for it for a couple yep. of reasons. Um, one because I just
1: like this movie. Yeah, yeah. The, this is surprisingly just kind of an all-around fun, good movie. Yeah, it is.
0: Uh, when I. First sight, like I enjoyed it, I liked it, but it is one that has had to grow on me a little bit over time with each rewatch. Oh, really? Yeah. I right, like again, not that I didn't like it to begin with, it just I don't know, it was kind of weird, yep. and um, I was a little bit removed from horror. Yep. Uh, I think we rented yep. this from Redbox originally, or did our roommates have it? I don't remember. Mm-hmm.
1: Original was... release date on this was 2007, so that was a while back.
0: Oh yeah, we would have had to either rent it or our roommate at the time had it. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, my biggest problem, honestly, is Anna Paquin. I'm not a big fan of hers.
1: Um, I-, I can understand that. Uh, I-, I think the role that she plays in this fits her very well. But at the same time, I agree with that. It's kind of, after seeing her in so many things, it's, I mean, obviously don't know her in person in any way, shape, or form, but she's one of those actors that I don't think she's ever acting. (laughs) I, I think she's just sort of herself through a slightly different lens for whatever the movie
0: is, My experience with her is pretty much only with Road. Yeah, maybe a couple hodgepodge rules here or there in this. Yeah, I, I never. Uh, what show is she on? Supernatural? No. Uh, Vampire Diaries. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't like. It.
1: Never got into that one myself. It seemed too W B versus through an R rated lens for me. Yeah, like, which is weird to say because just- there's. There's plenty of things from the WB that I actually like, but (laughs) but yeah, um, a little FYI for the uh, people listening, Trick or Treat is an anthology, something that we really don't get in cinema in any way, shape, or form, really, these days. I mean, you could kind of say that uh, the American Horror Story series was an anthology in in some ways, because that... Changed. You look at the series as a whole, yes. Yeah, but e- each season is its own arc, and then the, the show itself is anthological because it changes to a different cast, partially, and different story, partially.
0: Yeah, but, definitely changes story and timelines, yeah. um, although so some of them a, are
1: crossing be, over a little bit. Exactly, and, and a good anthology does that. This does that and but yeah that would be the biggest thing most
0: yeah because this is more online uh anthology style to uh i think it's with uh, the Terrence howard outside of genre yeah uh where there's just there's separate stories going on but they're all interconnected yeah as opposed to something like creep show which is bookended by a common thing and then each story is led into by a similar character or whatever. Yeah. But each story is its own thing that stands apart from the others.
1: Yeah. Another series excuse me that started intended to be an anthology that ended up not being was the Halloween movie series. Yeah, they tried to take it there. Yeah. Uh, the original intent Thanks Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> right, but the original intent was it was supposed to be a different story. Well, but the, the the problem became the the studio said this was super popular. We wanted immediate sequel with everyone involved, and so it was fan one, backlash a little bit too. Yeah, partially, but because the, um, the third one is just bad, <laughs> and
0: I I'll disagree with that a little bit. Eh, uh, but i've got some
1: like we'll, outside perspective on that we'll, we'll get to that uh, conversation when we, do, when we do that series uh got to stay away from the uh the super big ones for a little while but yeah this is uh this is a great example of an anthology because it's got interconnected story i mean every not pumpkin headed uh sack boy on the uh Mr. Sam, the, the Mr. Sam, I love the name. It's just, <laughs> I, just I love Sam. Yeah, Sam is, and he 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 pulls together even the the like looser threads of this, and he he is part of what makes this entire thing great. And well, not and just he,
0: that, but like. If you pay attention, you see all of these things oh, yeah. kind of circling around each other. You see the characters throughout all the stories, yep. or most of the
1: characters, anyways. And the, the 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 movie plays with time because the end is actually the beginning is actually the end, and not the 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 portions of the story don't take place in any sort of particular chronological logical order, but they give you.
0: Hints. Yeah, it's it's got kind of a little bit of a Tarantino feel
1: to it in that yeah. regard because he likes to do that. Yeah, but uh, by the time but, you get to the actual end of the movie, you should be able to tell where everything happens in amongst itself.
0: For the most part, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, my only, I I've got one little bit on that with uh, what is his name, Mr. Figure?
1: Uh, the principal. Yeah.
0: No, the bus oh, driver. No.
1: Oh, the bus driver, yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, it just... The the timeline with that particular story just doesn't quite... make sense. Mm. When you... What's like, jokes? It's, his, his placement in the timeline. I like, almost feel like he should be second to last oh, okay, in I the timeline. Just because it makes more sense for the kids to get out after the other kids go down to the quarry, Yeah. That way it it gives a, a more of a purpose to it versus them showing up somewhat near the beginning or maybe more towards the middle. And because it's just weird because then it, it, it makes me think, you know, if they could have gotten out any time, why did they wait 40 years to do this? But like I said, with the other kids going down there first, yeah, it gives them knowledge that they can get out.
1: Yeah, or, and I always felt that this was the, the, the takeaway from why it had been so long for that specific event to transpire. But, I mean, if this had been a uh, rumor... Floating around for this entire time, there's no way that kids hadn't done this before, uh, in some fashion or another. Literally. So, um, but uh, yeah, the
0: uh, the the it just within the framing of this isolated movie,
1: yeah,
0: I think it would have fit better that way.
1: I, I, I can see that. I can see that.
0: Um, or even you know, their God, he's been uh, Michael Doder. He's been working
1: on a sequel for years. Oh, yeah. the, the sequel was announced in 2013.
0: Yeah, but he's taken on some other projects. No, but I ah, uh, he's trying to put the cap on a couple of them. That way, he can focus all his attention to this.
1: A of news there
0: for you, folks.
1: <laughs> yeah, here's hoping he does that and doesn't end up uh, being another uh, crying out loud. My brain is just not going to work. Um. Um. Directed the Hellboy movies. Why am I not thinking of his name?
0: Yeah, Del Toro.
1: Yeah, Del Toro. Del Toro's just sort of become that guy that is working on everything and releases practically nothing these days. Okay, so we have we have jumped in very much off the rails. Let's. Uh, so the place uh, <laughs> uh, one of the big th- themes in this is tradition. Yeah. Uh Sam is also sort of the arbiter of Halloween tradition.
0: Yeah, he's he's definitely kind of the
1: overseer, if you will. Yeah.
0: Or uh, you know, just making sure people for the most part
1: yeah.
0: are following these. And it's i I've, I was excited to talk about this listen to a few other podcasts about it and they bring up the theme of tradition, but none of them ever actually talk about it. Mm-hmm. In any meaningful way, they're just like, yeah, tradition. It's there. Yeah. Uh, Sam wants you to follow him. Okay,
1: moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the insight.
0: Um. But like my personal observances of it is how some traditions, as far as Halloween goes, and depending on which, um, how far back you want to go with those, um, there there's very strict observance to them. Mm-hmm. And then there's other ones where it's not as strict just so long as something's still happening um yeah. like uh a couple of the ones that are a little bit more loose are like the dressing up more traditionally you' dressed up as demons going back a lot further, or you know fairies or whatever uh creatures were wandering around that night. Yeah. do blend into that with them so that way they wouldn't attack you yeah but going into modern times it's been allowed for that tradition to change a little bit as long as there's some loose observance of it that you are still dressing up
1: yeah and, um and, uh, that, uh one of the characters even uh touches on one of the uh d- during the school bus massacre portion uh what's her name Rhonda? Brings up the old uh, the old name of Sam Hain for uh, for Western Europe for, for the most yeah. part, and uh, uh, which is great not not just not just showing some of the modern traditions, but also trying to. Uh, I mean, well, I, don't even, I don't want to say that she was trying to enlighten or teach anyone anything. Just pay, paying.
0: Reverence, she's just a nerd in talking about it
1: exactly and <laughs> and uh kind of filling my role <laughs> in the yeah. movie for something like that because I'd be <laughs> the sort of it, taking taking jack o' lanterns to this uh site of uh the dead is very much something I would have done as a child, uh, and bringing up the old Sam Hain... Uh, name would have been that would have been me, <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, it, it 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 doesn't linger on it very long, and the 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 kids e- that she's with even kind of kind of give her the oh yeah she's just a nerd sort of sort of thing. And yeah,
0: um, it's actually funny because every time I watch it, her part comes up. She reminds me so much of my daughter. Yeah, okay. uh, Sarah's the type to. Just randomly spout out trivia facts about whatever at you. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I touched on the treats a little bit too there, real quick. Yeah. Loose observance, because um, again, the treats were handed out as a means of appeasing certain um, figures. Yeah. That would cross the veil, and that's just been turned into just generally handing them out. Yeah. Like you would set Instead of actually handing them out, they would actually um, set them on their doorstep or something. She didn't want to interact, no matter what. Exactly. And it's turned into just giving them out in
1: general. Yeah, and I really yeah. like the the principal portion of the, uh, which is the second little chunk because. Uh, yeah, the first
0: real actual story yeah. that's followed fully uh, through.
1: And I, I love that he. Shows up again later in the uh, surprise party portion of the movie. Yeah. Um, because that that's just great turnabout for him. But uh, Sam Wilkins, or Stephen Wilkins, excuse me. Uh, just thinking so much of Sam. Um, uh, basically embodies what every parent fears to one degree or another their kids are going to run into. Uh, in modern times for Halloween. I mean, he... Straight up, uh, tampers with candy, kills a kid, and then later goes freaking hunting. <laughs> uh, so, uh, out of all the little, uh, chunkets of the story, of story through this, what was, what was your favorite?
0: I have to go, no, maybe the werewolves. The werewolves? Just because <laughs> it's a nice twist on things. Yeah. And I, completely forgot, but meant to look up what the, an actual proper nomenclature would be for it. <laughs> yeah. I, but, I, I mean, I, the original I, nomenclature is perfectly fine because man just means man in general or yeah. people in general specifically males.
1: Yeah. but I I find it kind of funny that uh, your, your favorite portion is also the part with the one actress that you don't like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just circumstance, man. I know, it's... I
1: know, but it, but that is that is a great part because it's such a great turnaround on uh, horror movie trope. I mean, the uh, the all of it. You know, well, the whole the entire thing does that. Yeah, the entire movie does that, but this one takes it to an extreme, and this is where that. Uh, that principal gets his comeuppance. I mean, yeah. Well, it's he, um,
0: the predator in that instance becomes the prey. Yep. Unknowingly. Yep. Um, the subversion we, of some expectations.
1: Yep. We we, we get to see Wilkins uh, hunt down, and I don't think that was directly in this specific portion of the story. I think it was an, a, a side thing in one of the other ones. Yeah, it just, leading up to this. Well,
0: because this story is broken up throughout the whole. Yeah. Movie kind of until
1: the climax it, until it, of it. Yeah, until it really dials in on it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the because uh, I think this is actually uh, is
0: it this actually the second? so you open with a uh, robot girl getting killed? Yeah, or does it go jump straight to Wilkins and then goes to uh, the girls?
1: So um... I we're actually, introduced I-
0: to these characters to the girls changing
1: so so we, so we get our opener with the uh the married couple and the the wife whose name I am not remembering off the time I had, that's fine um really like robot to about lady yeah robot lady uh <laughs> she, she she wants to put out the uh the jack o lanterns and just take down all the decorations and stuff now which i am just like oh, wow that's a uh, it's mean... freaking
0: midnight <laughs> right Here's mom coming over go to bed
1: yeah go to bed <laughs> <laughs> go 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 watch the porn with your uh your husband and have a little bit of fun and go to bed take care of that tomorrow uh but yeah that so we go through that and i if i if i, if I remember right we get a little bit of setup for uh the school bus massacre and the uh surprise party and then we get the uh the Slightly, the the overweight kid at the uh, principal's house, and then we get that full chunk of the story,
0: so yeah, so and I remember we, that starts at the parade and follow or at the pre parade or whatever. yeah, he's walking around and it follows him into the neighborhood and shows him knocking pumpkins
1: down. yeah, he's and we violate violating everything. Oh, yeah, he was just wreaking havoc, I mean, but yeah, uh, we, we get a little bit of an intro to some of the other characters before we see him and I think I think you're right I think the the, the girls from the surprise party were part of that
0: um because I, I think they come out and talk to the camera crew and then it latches oh. on the camera latches onto this kid and follows him yeah I don't know Gotta
1: that, that sounds right it's, it's been over a
0: week since I watched it
1: <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> yeah same I was going to rewatch it again but I was like I don't think I've forgotten enough to need to watch it again and now I'm and, and,
0: until it's time to talk about it and... yeah
1: it, and it, it's not the biggest deal but it's like if, I, if it was fresh in my head I would remember exactly when those things occurred but yeah but yeah that, the, the surprise party is a great thing and I love the uh, their take on the werewolf transformation, I like. It's really that. Interesting, yeah. It's
0: one of the better. Tra- I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily a, a transition that makes
1: sense, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fun, and it's inventive. Yeah, and I mean, until you see that that's what's going on in the party, you're just thinking the the, the whole time because she picked up this guy who had killed two people previously in the movie and was looking probably to get away with both of them very cleanly. And, yeah, yeah, surprises the absolute crap out of him. And he probably gets it as bad or maybe worse than uh, the bus driver. (laughs)
0: because oh, we don't actually see, well we see what Sam does
1: to him but we don't get yeah. to see what the kids do to him. It, it's true. It, that that that's a tough one to know much about. Sam definitely took the uh the bus driver for a uh, nice little torture ride until he got his candy bar.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of which while we're on this uh mm-hmm. this is that that's my weakest link in all of these um, I touched on the timeline thing, which that's not actually what like, does it for me, because mm-hmm. there's the point where he falls down the stairs or whatever, yeah. or gets to, or, well, he, his ankle's been cut, his Achilles tendon, and mm-hmm. he falls at the bottom of the stairs, for sure, and lands on all the razor blades and broken glass and whatever else is in there, yeah. mess of stuff. And, like, you see the initial of him having a tough time dealing with it because there's still uh, protrusions in his hand. Yeah. If you will. And then, like, immediately after that, he goes back to using his hand like normal. Yeah. And that, like, gripping a shotgun and everything else he tries to do, he would not.
1: Yeah. That's
0: I mean, I've got a minor poke from my cat's claw from the other day, like three days old now, and it's still bugging me.
1: Yeah. It that I, I mean, we can just chalk that up to the fact that it's a movie. I mean, unfortunately. And it's
0: it's not a deal breaker in any way
1: for anything. Just yeah. it
0: does bring that one down quite a bit. Because yeah. it's 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 really a missed opportunity to be a lot more creative, of, like him trying to handle the shotgun and just able to. Yeah. So it forces him into this other place of having to deal with this kid. Yeah. Or a creature.
1: <laughs> which, which has some great freaking moments in it, which is, you're absolutely right. Uh, the, the, the little bit of uh, lack of reality and how he deals with his injuries is the weakest portion of that chunk of the story, which has some of the best visuals in the show. Because, it, 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 yeah. I
0: started trying to keep track of like uh, attention to detail moments, and then that happened, and I was like, well, there goes that. Because, yeah. as you mentioned, uh, the first victim that Wilkins takes as his pseudo-vampire, um, it, the reason why he's able to get away with it is because she stumbles out on the street covered in blood, Mm-hmm. and you're like oh man maybe somebody will help this girl and then a robot lady and her husband walk by yeah <laughs> and he grabs onto them and she's like help me and then yeah. the camera pans and you see a bunch of other people covered in blood just and they're drunk so they just think she's drunk yeah and then he lays her down by a bunch of people who are passed out drunk and covered in blood so it's it's little things like that. That's like, why did you miss the mark on this one? And um, exactly. it almost makes me question if there's studio involvement in that. If they, hey, you need to do one more just to pad the runtime, or getting involved in general. Yeah. he mentioned like he mentions he's got a shotgun. Have him use it. Chekhov's oh. shotgun.
1: <laughs> Chekhov's Chekhov's gun. I mean, literally in this case. Literally, the and, yeah, <laughs> it, it's uh uh. And and you may even be right. I mean, I I don't I don't remember what was the rating on this. Um,
0: uh, it had to have been R, because there's language, there's gore, there's nudity.
1: Yeah.
0: it went straight to DVD. It might have been not rated.
1: Um. Now here, that, easiest freaking way to check. Um, the race is on. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if you beat me on this one. I didn't even have an open browser open on my computer at the moment. Oh, so. uh, uh, it's R. It is R.
0: Okay. Yeah, Brian right. Cox. That's his name. I don't know why that's I couldn't remember it because I wanted to mention that
1: he's always a win. Yeah. That. That, Which, that. You beat me by a little of, bit. But uh, the interesting <laughs> thing to note: Brian Singer is the producer on this. Really? Yeah.
0: That's that, interesting because he. That would explain Anna Packlin though.
1: That would explain. Yeah, he he definitely had a thing for her for a while, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> That's uh,
0: impressive. As I don't like his work,
1: but yeah, this is a departure for him, and that might that might explain some of the shortcomings and some of the the, the moments. Yeah, that, that is a to. very
0: Brian Singer thing—not understanding how things work.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, Superman Returns. Yeah, Superman Returns. Um, all of X Yeah, not the. There are some things that he's done that I have enjoyed immensely, and there's some that uh, it's just like, why? And yeah, eh, just kind of surprising to see him on this. Yeah, yeah. Once you mentioned uh, studio interference, I was thinking, okay, what's the rating? Because th- that's the that's the current problem with the. Uh, Oh. A lot of uh, horror movies is the PG thirteen craze, and and this isn't a knock at all. PG thirteen horror movies, because some some PG thirteen horror movies push the PG thirteen as far as they can, or just make really good use of it. But there there are just some horror movies that need an R.
0: There and, really are.
1: Yeah, 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 all right. yeah.
0: Anyways, let's get the car back on
1: the road, shall we? We just keep taking those detours. <laughs> Conversational cul-de-sacs, as it were. Okay. Uh, Where do we want to go next? Asked you what your favorite was. It was the surprise party. Um, uh, and were my least favorite. So Exactly. So thank you, same for you. <laughs> yeah. Me, um, just covered all of it. I actually... The, the Halloween bus massacre portion is my favorite because... Uh, it uh, focuses on little kids, kind of being littler kids, and yeah. it, it following the, uh, the principal section. You already know that this movie has the guts to kill a kid. Yeah. So. Not just
0: one, two. It,
1: yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, the but yeah the so going into the bus massacre, you know the th- movie's willing to go there. And it's just yeah. a matter of what's going to happen. And uh, I love the bus massacre for the the characters. They feel like real kids, not knowing anything about the production of the movie offhand. But I wouldn't doubt that with the exception of a kind of the general gist of what was supposed to be going on and some very specific lines that they just let the kids talk. Could very well be. Yeah, because it it really didn't feel like, Uh, at least to me, it didn't feel like we were watching child actors of that age. It kind of just felt like we were watching kids on Halloween. Um, Yeah. But yeah, yeah, and uh, and, and in this one, we get to see Sam uh, sort of at the beginning, because he kind of crosses the kids' paths when they were uh, picking up the jack-o'-lanterns. And then we see him again at the end when uh, Rhonda's escaping from the quarry and they just sort of exchange glances with each other. And... Very
0: knowing, kind of. Yeah. Ex- um, exchange
1: there also. Yeah, very knowing. Uh, more so on uh, on Sam's part, but you, you get the feeling that Rhonda's definitely more uh, in tune that Sam might not be just another kid
0: than anyone and, else would. I missed the opportunity earlier, but it's like she recognizes that he kind of embodies the spirit itself of Halloween. Right? Which might explain some of his
1: powers. Could be. Could be. I'll say this uh, during the. Uh, uh, during his where we get to see him at the most, I was not expecting to see him like climbing on a ceiling and stuff. <laughs> that, was, <Yeah. laughs> that, that was a little bit more special effects than I thought we were going to get into in a movie like this <laughs> but uh, but it was there. it was really good. but yeah. That, no that was the my, stuff, but... Yeah that, that, that was my favorite part the just little kids getting to be little kids and the movie not caring at all that They're little kids, <laughs> yeah. Well, I
0: mean, they're not necessarily little though. They're
1: um, well, oh uh, like thirteen or fourteen, maybe. Yeah, early teen. I mean, one of them is probably nine or ten. But yeah, that, that that that's my that's my. And the funny thing is, is that also leads me into my least favorite portion of the movie too, which I uh, are,
0: wanted to point out another moment of sure. great attention to detail because yeah. you have. Uh, the howling of the wolves in the background, yep, as that overlay of when they're when the surprise party is happening.
1: Yep, the the hint that uh, something else is going on, and you need to uh, you won't you don't know that that, you, you don't know that that's a hint that, you, that something else is going on until it happens. But that 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 happens all over this movie. The 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 girls from the surprise party almost running uh, over the... It was the chunky kid, right? They almost hit him on the street. I thought it was... Uh, or was it, was it Sam? Was Ronda? Yeah, it was Rhonda. It was Rhonda. Sorry, yeah. Rhonda, yeah. Yeah, it was Rhonda. And so we see them, and we didn't see that it was them until the actual end when they kind of rehash the, uh, the beginning from a slightly different angle. And... Uh, the, the bus driver and uh, the principal interact because they're neighbors. So during the stuff with the principal that's going on actually at his house, the, the bus driver interrupts several times to build tension. And, well, and uh, it's a little bit comedic, too. Yeah, it's a little bit comedic. And I love that that comes around on the flip side. When the bus driver's kind of in his house at the at a window screaming for help, the, the principal's just like, yeah, fuck you too, buddy. That's what
0: he you. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it just
1: it, it, not even looking long enough to see that he's in desperate straits. It's like, he, he, he's been just a, such a jerk to me uh, that I don't even care. And it's just great. It's just great.
0: But, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, before I interrupted you.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the the um the legend which is, which is a necessary necessary part of why the kids go to this quarry and what happens to the bus driver later, that portion how much of that we actually end up having to see in flashback form. I'm not saying it's bad, but it takes away a little bit from the kids that we're engaging with in their journey because you're 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 instead of just letting the girl tell the story you're showing it to us and it's it's definitely something that I think we needed to see but I would have preferred to see it in a more relevant chunket to the to the bus massacre kids themselves instead of the not saying that the it, that they're not involved in that portion of the story because they absolutely are, but maybe doing the actual flashback and getting a little bit of that girl's voiceover over top of it. Yeah, as the reveal that the bus driver is who we're dealing with when Sam's going after him, instead of just showing us a picture, because it's it, it's significantly more relevant to his story. Than theirs, yeah. so uh, I would have liked to have not been taken out of their story during their story. Is it, the only negative I have to that. And it's, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that brings me back to uh, one of the other uh, the things that I didn't really like with uh, Kruger's story mm-hmm. is he hasn't been observing any of the ho- time traditions. Yeah since he drove the bus into the quarry pretty yeah. much and so like that bothered me a little bit too cause I don't, hey didn't he why didn't Sam do anything before now
1: yeah
0: it's just yeah. there's there's just too many questions with yeah
1: in, in a world where Sam exists how does anyone get away at, with with uh, uh not observing them to at least some degree, yeah, and
0: at least for that yeah. long because we do see that you know people get their come up not exactly. It's just, um, unless what was it, he's omnipresent,
1: um, he yeah, it was a long time from when yeah, the, it's gotta
0: be like 30 or
1: 40 years, yeah, because he uh, was 20 or 30 when he drove the bus off the cliff, and he's gotta be. Fifties, sixties, yeah. And my little snippet on uh Wikipedia doesn't say specifically, but yeah. Yeah. It, it's at least thirty years, has to be. But yeah, that's yeah. So he, he has not been in the Halloween spirit for a very long time. And so I mean
0: like uh like I started saying there, unless Sam's omnipresent and see that this is gonna happen in the future and just let it build.
1: Yeah. maybe that's uh, and this is total speculation because the movie doesn't give us any hint at this at all but uh, maybe the reason that we get the uh, massacred bus kids waking up and Sam being in town isn't coincidental maybe he's Literally, by being in this town at this time, he is bringing as maybe the arbiter or the embodiment of the spirit of town. Yeah, maybe because of how far removed society at large in the first world is from these sorts of superstitions and traditions and stuff, maybe yeah, he, maybe he has to be there for the spooky side to come with it. Maybe he's diminished from his glory days in the old times, and it has he has to be here for these sorts of things to come about. And him actually going after uh, Krieg was uh, kind of like a beacon for the kids. Maybe a beacon for the kids? Maybe a warning to him? It's like... I'm not the only thing coming to say hi to you tonight, and maybe, but it does also yeah,
0: yeah. Open you can appear figuratively
1: and literally oh yeah. later on. <laughs> exactly, and 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 kind kind of kind of kind of going the, the ghosts of Christmas past sort of way. It's like okay, I am showing you that you can appease me, but that doesn't mean you can appease what you've done in the past
0: doesn't mean that you get a pass your karma
1: exactly and
0: ooh, that's a nice little theme there
1: yeah and and it fits really well with some of the the stuff involving uh old halloween and sam hain and some of the other uh that this doesn't get into any of the themes of like the uh the day of the dead or any of the uh uh it, it it sticks very close to western traditions but it it's it it fits very well with that it's uh, it, your ghosts are going to haunt you it's just a matter of time
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, god i know that sometimes
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah it, rewatching this trick or treat for this was uh one of those things where when I had the thought of adding this to our list, I was like, I like this movie. It's going to be fun to kind of get to watch it for, with the intention of dissecting it a little bit and talking about it. But watching it, I found so little that I could complain about. So little.
0: And that's not to say that we go into anything with it. Oh, yeah. It's just... Watching something for enjoyment and watching something with a critical eye yeah. are two completely different experiences. And like again, like watching this critical eye, me too. It, it was difficult for me to find things. Yeah, maybe because I was enjoying it so much.
1: Yeah, and, and and I'll say this a million times that what you like is subjective. No one can tell you that you're wrong. Yeah, but what is good is objective, and I think this is so objectively just fun and good, that it's it's kind of hard to... It's an entertaining it's, movie. Yeah.
0: It, and it, that it, even and some I of the most, some of the best critique movies, not just from the professional critics, but from fan critics as well, and from yeah. the fans in like The Dark Knight, there's plenty of problems with that movie. Oh, yeah. But it's still
1: objectively a good movie and equally as entertaining. Exactly. And I I didn't I didn't I I had I did not have this thought when I put it on the list after the a Quiet Place. But this is almost the polar opposite of that movie, where if you're just if you're just popcorn movie mode, the quiet place is great. But the moment you start getting critical it, it falls apart.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Quiet Place is definitely
1: uh, yeah very much a podcast movie. Yeah, and this, critical or not, it 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 stands up. It's a good, fun, but horror movie. All the none way around. of the
0: production companies had any confidence in this movie at all, and it went straight to video, and it got a great, strong cult following. Yeah. Like This is going to go down as one of those sleeper classics that shoot, we're what, 13 years removed from it? And yeah. people love this movie. People yeah. talk about it all the time. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> do we want to talk about the Principal Wilkins segment? Uh, uh, A little bit more in depth?
1: Does sure. Sure. Um, so, the the the, the the principal Wilkins, we, we already talked about how that starts with him, yeah. Uh, h- him basically catching this uh, uh, overweight kid, giving him was it a razor blade piece of candy or was it poison? I don't remember. It's poisoned. Yeah, because he just starts spewing bloody mess all over the place.
0: Chocolatey bloody mess.
1: Yeah, it is bad.
0: <laughs> I mean. Uh-huh. It,
1: it, it, if I was more sensitive to biological to stuff than I am, I might I might have had a problem with that because that got, <laughs> that went on for a while. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, but yeah, uh, and it 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 it, it turns into a uh kind of a slapstick routine for a little bit during that because he just keeps getting interrupted by everything that can.
0: He's trying to uh, hide the body. Yeah, and we find out that there's a second body in the grave that he's already dug which is, is another kid um there there's been some debate on some people or maybe just some misunderstanding that maybe it's his wife because um he does make the comment about uh oh. his kid um whining that he wishes mommy was still
1: alive and it's possible he may have killed her in the past
0: i wouldn't put it past him
1: Huh? Given what but we see of this guy, yeah, that that, that, that that's actually not even a way that I had uh, I had thought, but that makes that, that makes a certain amount of sense. <laughs> a certain amount of the sense.
0: Implication in the, in his mocking of his child, I wish mommy was still alive, is that she died some time ago, yeah. whether it be a year, a few months, a couple of years, it's unknown. It's irrelevant. It just I wanted to clear that up for some, reason. because yeah. you do see that hand come up and grab his ankle. Yeah, and it looks like a clown costume, and I didn't recognize any other kids having costume. even the clowns that visit visit Krieger li- later on in the movie. Yeah. yeah, because they visit his house and you get the hell out of here. Oh, well, he has a dog chase, but
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, their their costumes don't match a little bit. I was trying to figure that out, hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, the few times that I tried to remember to pay attention, I just didn't see any kids wandering around, so. Yeah. Could have been, probably somebody you picked up way earlier
1: in the day. Could be, yeah, and uh, but yeah, the b- both angles on that, whether it's another kid or uh, the wife, yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, well, I
0: suppose I, it yeah. could have been because
1: he's not. Yeah.
0: I don't know. That's yeah, too the, much to put into that.
1: Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the, so he he kills this kid, carries him to the the back of the house, and uh, is interrupted twice by his own son yelling at him from the second story window, and yeah. once by uh, his neighbor Krieg. And it, it's just this—it's oh, it, it's creepy slapstick levity, which is just kind of awesome, really. <laughs> Oh, and uh, uh, then him and his uh, son head downstairs to carve a pumpkin, and they the movie tries really hard to convince you that he's about to kill his kid.
0: But it, 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 I'd say it does a pretty decent job. It's it, never, it, it's certainly a lot more tense, I think, than what Halloween, the
1: newest one, tried to do. It, 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 and I can absolutely see. That, but for some reason, I wasn't convinced.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's a moment where he actually does consider stabbing his own kid for a second. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, but for, for for especially and... all the all the hollering he was doing, it's like, yes, please draw more attention to me while I'm burying the dead that I just murdered. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I would totally agree that he definitely considers it, but. I think uh, again. That's for,
0: personally, for me, what gives the yeah, weight
1: is that he does
0: it, consider it.
1: Yeah, but it it, 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 like I said, I agree with the, that he considers it, but for some reason that that he would actually do it never entered my mind. I don't know why. There's just something. It's something, too tropey. Uh,
0: true. True. So I'm, you almost, especially if you're like going back for a rewatch or anything. I don't know about your first time watching it. I, I might not have been as big of a trope, but like um, we were watching it and there's a the moment near the end of the first one in that spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't watched that, <laughs> um, where Bill shoots Georgie in the head mm-hmm. and there's no real indication that it might be Pennywise. And it lets it linger just long enough, but by the time that movie had come out, it, like it's obviously Pennywise. Yeah, like it, 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 by that point, it was definitely too much of a trope for it to not be. There's been too many twists and shifting of narratives for that for you to buy into it. Yeah.
1: But yeah, they go down to the basement and. Uh... They start carving the eyes out of the head of uh, a kid. (laughs) Uh, And then, uh, for just a moment, you have to ask yourself who's the creepier kid here, Sam or this guy? (laughs) Charlie. Charlie's the kid's name. Um, What I was
0: going to say about this segment, so that way we're not just, you know, hashing through it. Yeah. Um, for me, it doesn't really stand out as like good or bad, but it does serve an important role setting up the oh, yeah. uh, atmosphere mm-hmm. a little bit of the movie and letting you know that we're not kind of
1: movie bunches. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to go
0: full throttle, and you
1: better grab onto your butt, feet, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like I was saying earlier, um, even even most... R-rated horror, unless it's unless it's like focusing around children to some degree or another, will steer away from actually killing a kid. Even then, they don't going back uh, to it. Like, oh well, they kind of kill plenty of kids, but most of them are screen. Yeah, and and it's it's a uh, it's a particular example of that because it kind of wants the whole point is that most of its victims are probably children um but yeah and, and and this is something that's again you, you mentioned it it's it's changed the, the 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 shock value of it being kids and off screen for the most part has become something that we're, we've we actually kind of gotten used to but when this came out that wasn't
0: a thing yeah. considering <laughs> the timing um yeah. yeah this was this is a big deal i'm sure yeah and um you can't do kids on that level even today like actual kids, teenagers yeah. is one thing, but
1: yeah, that I, would be. A, I
0: still don't think that would
1: fly. Yeah, that that would be a hard sell because, uh, as it, difficult as it is to get an actual R-rated horror movie to begin with, doing that with children, like f- not 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 even borderline, uh, young adults in the preteen category, but like full blown. Seven eight, yeah. It that's a, that would be a most studios just wouldn't do that. I mean, even now, but uh, they like, put on something that they're not gonna put in theaters, yeah. Um, off screen, if it's like if it's PG 13 and all of it happens off screen, that kind of gets a different vibe, but still, they they end up focusing closer to the age range of the people they're expecting to watch the movie in that case and that ends up being uh 13 and up and but yeah this this doesn't just kill a couple of kids it straight up shows most of it
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh Charlie's really the only one
0: cuz the other kids happen off screen yeah the, the, down in the quarry
1: yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. Like we see them get pulled off into the shadows and the fog, and then it cuts to Rhonda. Yeah, getting away, and
1: we we get to hear some uh, fairly bunch of screaming. Yeah, screaming and some fairly moist sounds coming from that direction, but it's hard to say what's happening. But yeah, and like you said. uh, uh of all of the deaths that you get to see in this it's, with the exception of the one kid's head on the table in the basement, it's pe- fairly mild what happens to him, yeah realistically oh. but yeah yeah and, and He's it, dead when he had it. yeah, and uh setting up themes again, um that this is willing to go that far and uh uh that. Without this, we also wouldn't have the uh, the overarching theme that uh, this is sort of. I mean, because we have at this point, this is the second story in the movie, and we have no idea that it's going to come back around and this guy's going to get his comeuppance. Yeah, and not at all. so, So by the end of this story section, it's like, holy crap, this guy's going to get away with this? <laughs> and, yeah. And,
0: and like, even when they introduce him later as a vampire, like, it's not out of the realm that he
1: might be a real vampire. Yeah, because uh, when we see him in that role, he's in disguise and it it's definitely playing it up like he's an actual vampire. Um, it, It's not until he's unmasked at the party that we're like, "Oh, oh. Okay." Um but yeah, uh go it also comes back to the uh uh the, the, the what happens to him, what happens to the 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 crappy kids and what the uh the zombie children from the bus massacre do to uh, Krieg later and what the uh what the girls do with the surprise party. It's all about flipping of expectations and the typical predators getting their, eh, for lack of a better term, they're just desserts from a higher power, something something they couldn't even fathom uh, actually being a thing. And that goes hand in hand with what happens in the principle, this, respected authority figure of a school principal murdering children? I mean, okay, he does it with poison for the one that we get to see, but if he wanted to do it violently, like what happens to him in the, uh, the surprise party, it's not like the kid could do anything about it. It, it. It's very emblematic of what happens in the rest of the film. Something that I
0: just kind of thought about just now um while you were talking was um mm-hmm. you mentioned him being an authority figure, and if you look at a lot of the situations, the people who are causing the harm for the most part are people who are known to the mm-hmm. to the victim yeah. um, which is fairly true in real life a lot of times the people who in general, hurt you the most or even, like, more grievous harm, um, you know, certain types of assault or worse, depending on your view on that, are, honestly, most of the time, people closer to you or somebody that you know. It's not always... We have this idea that it's strangers, but it's actually not.
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, uh, Gets attacked by Sam, which yep. could be considered a stranger. And then um, the back and forth situation with Wilkins and uh, I forget her name, but leading into Surprise Party.
1: Yeah. Um, Laura. But yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Those really kind of the only ones. And then, you know, to play on the authority, you know, how many instances have we seen in history where authority figures who were supposed to be mentors and guides and and great people are actually monsters
1: oh yeah absolutely but um for 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 the the surprise party the 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 takeaway i had on that wasn't that anyone was an authority figure there but that in most situations it'd be the women that would be the hunted and these this group of College-age women is actually they're not just because it does not seem because you don't get any hints that they're werewolves until much too late. No, they they're werewolves. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that they're that they're going after the kind of people that would typically be hunting them for their own purposes, one way or the other, on that sort of night and. But yeah, the uh, absolutely right. The and and this plays on that a couple of times fairly well that yeah, it's the people closest to you that can hurt you the most. Just a,
0: found another thing to talk about. Yep.
1: <laughs> so, do you have anything else off the top of your head or No, or oh, no. That was my last little chunk of what connects all of these stories. I mean, it's as far as anthologies go it it at, at, right at first it seems like the only real connecting tissue is going to be sam and probably the, the 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 fact that it's all happening in one town and the fact that sam's going to be there but there's a lot more going on for what's intertwining everything that's happening
0: it's just as much fun for this movie to watch the background and see the connections
1: oh yeah yeah the
0: Second the red viewing, strings, if you will.
1: Yeah, second viewing uh, is definitely the best viewing on this. Not, not saying that your first one isn't fun, but just all the aha moments on a second one.
0: Because you already know it's happening, so your brain is looking for, you know, starts looking for the additional things. Yeah. And, like, I've watched this movie, like, five or six times, and I'm still finding things. Yep. I actually think I just watched it not that long ago, just because. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sign of a great movie. I want
0: to touch back on the tradition thing a little bit because I didn't quite finish my announcement yet. Sure. Um, but um, we did allude to it earlier with uh, Charlie too. How he's breaking like all the cardinal sins of Halloween. Cause he's not dressed yeah. up. He's smashing pumpkins. Not observing the rules of the treats. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, that's all we really kind of get to see, but those are, like, kind of your biggest three as far as Halloween goes.
1: Uh, yeah, there, there, there's just a general lack of respect, too, which I think is what probably would have gotten Sam's attention if he hadn't gotten caught by the principal. But...
0: Yeah, but back into the general idea of traditions, you kind of loosely book on this. <laughs>
1: it's interesting to
0: me that the movie plays does play so heavily on this loose and strict observance of certain things that the certain traditions might still exist, but they're going to evolve and change as situations change. Yeah. Whether it's socially or personal or whatever, because like even within some of these, you've got personal traditions, like the girls, um, They travel around and seem to do this every year on Halloween. Wilkins and his tradition of carving a pumpkin with his son. Yep. um, And maybe something that was passed down to him. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Uh, Who else is there? Rhonda. uh, She always goes all out for Halloween. Yeah. And always has a billion pumpkins carved.
1: Yeah. Didn't she even say that she made her own costume? Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure. Which which is a downer for the, for her friends who are all effectively wearing, uh. Very nice, bought costumes, but. For her, it, it's something important about what she's doing as part of.
0: It shows her love and respect for the day. Exactly. Isn't just, it's something that that she does just because, like she is fully invested in that. Yep. She's the type of person who would become a cosplayer later in
1: life. (laughs) It's more than just a day on the calendar that she gets to do something special for her. It's inherent.
0: But I think uh, Michael Doty, kind of in a way, has this thing for traditions, maybe. Because um, Krampus plays with a lot of very similar themes just in regards to Christmas.
1: Yeah.
0: As opposed to Halloween. Um it like it's in a lot of ways it's almost exactly spot on. Um gonna have to But it's just that. overall, you know, there there's a lot of room. and politically and socially, you know, what are things that are still beneficial to us that, you know, maybe we don't need to let go of and what are things that maybe we can modify and change a little bit. Yeah. What are some things that we can just straight out do away with? And I'm not going to be the person to sit here and preach to you what those are. <laughs> yeah, no, some of those podcast. things. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll probably talk about some of those things in the future, going forward with some of this. But yeah, um,
1: we run into some movies that uh, deal with that sort of stuff more directly because yeah, with almost no changes, this movie could have been made in the seventies, eighties, nineties, now. It, it 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 would have fit yeah perfectly into just about any generation. So because
0: yeah, it doesn't aside from tradition and, you know no. the harm from the trusted, which I think may be the two biggest things, that not saying anything else overtly or subtextually or otherwise. no, nope. But, yeah. Now to bring that down, crashing to the earth. <laughs> 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 Let's see here. We were doing your other pick for the next
1: episode my, of this. My next pick was Underwater. All right. Which is actually a super recent movie.
0: All right. Well, I suppose that about wraps it up. Uh, Everybody out there, thank you for listening. Present or future. Keep coming back. Until next time, toodles. Bye-bye.